and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. clapping i want to hear hey (laughs) welcome to the chris and nina real estate podcast i'm chris hi i'm nina nice to meet you i hope everyone had a great holiday uh what what did you do for the holiday wow which holiday uh there were so many holidays oh yeah that's right because there was also that's right other holiday you were burning a lot of candles yeah we didn't stop i didn't stop for a second i feel like i always say that i never stop never Um, yeah, I rushed out of the house today. See, I normally wear a jacket, like a blazer, my rings. My, so we always rush. We did so much, you guys. They were killing it in the office. The guys are upstairs Woo! now. They had a wonderful start to uh, end of okay, May, start it. to June. It was crazy. I was out in Virginia with the kids. My back wow. is killing me. I was on a bunch of roller coasters. My son, he's 11. He loves roller coasters. And it's daddy, daddy, daddy. Let's go. So we went on everything imaginable. You we- go on roller coasters? Yeah. <laughs> and then I went on this, um, uh, what's it called? The Pantheon. It, it, goes, um, it goes up to a loop. Then it comes back. And then you go way up in the air. And then you shoot down and go through the road. It was, it was crazy. That it's was like- horrible. It looks hideous. Yeah, but it's it's so much fun. And Nina, it's crazy. I would never like listen, guys. Um, there's this roller coaster. You're in the dark. You're on race cars. I forgot the name. It's some it's some Volvo or something. It's some German name, whatever have you. Um, and then it comes to a complete stop in the dark. And then it just drops like two feet, just straight drop. Like two you know, feet? Yes, you drop out of nowhere. Two feet? Yes. And my son, we were shook. We was like, whoa, because we'd never been on it, never looked it up, nothing. And then it races out of the tunnel and then it goes through outside loops and other. It was crazy. It was a crazy roller coaster. And then I went on one roller coaster. We were like maybe 80, 80 to 90 feet in the air with my son, who's like I said, he's 11 and he turned purple. Mm. Yeah. Then we went, we went back on that ride like five times. He loved it. But in the first time, he turned purple because that drop was crazy. Are you crazy? Yeah, it was crazy. Are He's, you crazy for yeah. letting your kids on? No, for letting me go with him. I'm too old for this crap. <laughs> I would never. Even if you pay me, I don't go on these things. I always say I'm afraid of heights and I'm afraid of roller coasters. Oh, and yeah. I think I need therapy. I do. I but, wish I was able to go. My teenager also goes like it's nothing. But she also, goes, she flies on. I, I don't know how they do that. No, yo, not for me. Not you know me. what the scariest ride was for me? The freaking swing. Swing? I got so sick because I went on the swing. Like there's a swing it goes in the air and it goes round. And then it was raining and the wind was blowing. So I was going around and blowing. <laughs> and when I got off, I was so dizzy, so nauseous. I, I said, I, I'm not. They went on that 10 times. I, I don't. I couldn't do the swing. And where is that place? Oh, we were in Bush Gardens in uh, Virginia. 
Even the name Bush Gardens. Yeah, Bush Gardens. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not trying. I to. have a bunch of other jokes, but we are a real estate podcast, and I'm not going to go there. Why? You gave us some jokes. <laughs> nah, Bush. Anyway, so um, <laughs> um, I'm happy that you went. Was it super busy? It was when we got there on Friday, but because it rained on Saturday and and Sunday. Oh, you slept? You stayed. No, the Saturday was good. Sunday, yeah, we stayed through. We went, and they have a water park. The place is huge. So they have a water park and amusement park, and because it's so crowded, and they had this indoor roller coaster ride that was brand new. So it was just a lot of things. So, and it was like a three-hour wait. It was crazy. Three-hour wait. Three-hour wait for a two-minute ride. But the kids wanted to do it, and my daughter doesn't do. See, now I'm talking about my son. My daughter does not do roller coasters, but I got her on that, and I had pictures. And the face that she was shook to. And I'm like, this wasn't even a real roller. Like me and my son were like, this is nothing. That was mild. But it was the only family roller coaster ride that that the, the girls and the bo- the girls and the guys wanted to do. So we did that as a team. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. And Happy then, to hear. And then I'm waiting for the local pool to open up. <laughs> <laughs> my kids love the pool. So we were at the pool um, at the hotel spot. Had all you could eat room service and food and stuff. So it was all, it was a great vacation, a great breakaway. Um, you know, for once I went away. <laughs> no, good for you. Listen, yeah, yeah. you needed sometimes we work like dogs. Speaking of which I come through, try to have a meeting, man, you were connected to the phone every, uh, like, wow. You mean when you just come to the office? Yeah, to speak to me? it was crazy. It was, I was here for like, I don't know, an hour. It was just like, I don't think you hung up the, the phone one time because yeah, there's yeah, so much, so much to going do. on. It's like, it's moving it's shaking and yeah. the office is just, the energy is fantastic. I walked in here. I felt like I didn't want to, I had to leave. I didn't want to leave. I'm like, man, this is like, the energy is crazy. <laughs> like you could guys, you could walk in and just feel the money. It's like, Oh, oh my man. God. Like, yeah. Shoot. So we worked really hard in the past six months I haven't worked this way mm-hmm. since 2019. It was really, really busy 2019. Okay. 2019, the beginning of 2019, right? The first half of 19 and the second half of 2018. Um, I used to stay in the office until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then we have an agent, you guys, that he works in the MTA. He's a bus driver. Nonetheless, does night shifts. He works during the night and uh, during the first half of the day before he has to go to work, um, he's supposed to sleep. So he pushes him to sleep later on and then he does real estate during the day. So he used to see me at night times during those times, two, three o'clock in the morning. He used to come in and that's how we met. Started wow. yelling at me, you lady is staying over here until so late. Who the <laughs> hell do you think you are to stay until so late? Yeah, I get it. It's dangerous, but we worked so much. Listen, we got to get done. You work now like no one else does. So you live later like no one else will. So it's important to just uh, put yourself on full force, obviously balanced, but full force. Don't stop if you can manage it all and ensure that you do the most. Yes. Yes. Did you get but, the, um? I sent yeah. you something on IG. Did you see that new plane they got? It's like a, a, 
It's a um. Should I look for it? It looks now? like a luxury car, but it's a plane, and then they have luxury seats inside. It's not a. It's a motorcycle. It, that's what you. It's a plane. It? It's a plane. And um, oh, I thought I saw yeah, it. I'll show you on the break, and maybe I'll show it to our audience. It was crazy. I saw. That. I said, "Oh, Nina should purchase this." <laughs> a plane? Yes, a plane, a luxury plane. I thought you showed me like a motorcycle that goes up, and then the wheels go in, that, and then it flies. Yeah, I, I might have showed you that. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's, super. Yeah, super they, cool. Guys on Instagram or and Facebook, they have this woman, but she works with a guy too, and they show these luxury cars, planes. And just cool gadgets to have if you have like a half a million dollars to just play with. And it's so it's so it's an interesting um page where they have all these different um gadgets. Like if it didn't look there. weird, I would definitely get one. Yeah, it's not pretty. That the plane I'm gonna show you was pretty, but that wasn't that wasn't pretty. It's just that plane you have to have landing, I'm assuming. You you would put it in you would like when you purchase when people buy planes they have like places to store their planes right kind of like when you buy a horse what i'm trying to say is you need to land where you need to like let's say now you're all the way out in staten island right you have to show a house let's say in long beach because now we're getting a mansion in long beach that we don't know about yet right but imagine the that ride <laughs> from staten island all the way to long beach that's right. half a day but that's why you need a helicopter Right. Right. And oh, that's what I saw too. They have like yes. many, yes. many helicopters yes. for like a half a million dollars that you can no, fly. Oh, you have $195 a ride. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. That, that's yes. Yeah. They automatically, you know how they spot you nowadays, yeah. your location. Um, they, uh, so as soon as I landed not too long ago, I don't know where we went. Yeah. Um, I got an ad. It's like sponsored, I'm sure for your location, uh, book now to uh, get to the city for $195. Okay. Wow. How cool. Yeah, that is. That is. A legit helicopter ride. And not only that, let's say you fly, like, because to some locations, different airports have um, no connections where you can fly straight to Vegas or fly straight to LA or fly straight to Alaska, wherever you want to go. So like JFK is one airport that has some um, flights that straight to places that most airports don't, but also if you want to fly from Jersey, but to get to Jersey to that, it was a Newark airport mm -hmm. to go through this, a two hour, almost a two hour ride going no, from Long Island or Queens when wow. you could just take a helicopter and get there and what? And then 30, 45 minutes. Oh, these like, it's not even the distance. It's the traffic out there, dude. Like the traffic is insane. I feel like it's so overpopulated yeah. you know and everyone getting cars what happened i thought cars were so expensive but, but you know what's cool um i drove to we, we drove to um richmond and on the way there we where's I, richmond in uh, virginia. virginia and on the okay. way there there was traffic because we were driving on um, friday morning and we got there six hours but on the way back we left on monday and they have this expressway where express lane and there was no cars and I was flying down that thing. It was so much fun. I didn't on the way back. I got back so quick. I, I think we made it in like five hours. Wow. Easy. Flew, flew back. No traffic, no nothing. And they have the express. I guess you're going to find out if there were cameras. Well, I send, I, I'll send you the notices. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, yeah, probably. Yeah, but I don't know on the highway if they have Of course cameras. they do. And you always have to have your ways on so you can see where the cameras are. On the highway? Well, duh. 
Well, on Expressway. What well, also they would they, they have one on the on the BQE Brooklyn Queens Expressway. They do one right oh. by uh, and they give tickets like when you cross over Williamsburg and they give tickets. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. The know office knows they pay for it. <laughs> I forgot you, Mario Andretti, over here. <laughs> no, listen. I also I drive fast. It's a problem. Yeah. I know. So listen. All right. So guys. Um, there's this guy named DJ Envy. He's a um local DJ on um Power like 105 DJs. in the morning. Yeah. And he does real estate. Okay. And he buys and flips and he has um partners and that uh, he works with. And he's been doing this for I want to say the last 10 years. Like he's been doing this for some time. But now all of a sudden it's coming out that some of his investors are claiming they're being defrauded. They're claiming they, 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 they're going to call the feds. They're going to have them investigated. They're going to. And, and the thing that bothers me is because he's a, he's a celebrity, but these investors aren't necessarily his investors. They they're working with his partner. But because he's the celebrity, I feel like they in have order something for, to catch. Right. Where you're going to you're going to get all this attention so you can force them to give you your money back. But when you're in, see, we're a, I'm an agent, you're a broker. We are licensed. You, you're not investing. We're not, we're not taking your money. We don't hold your money. We have to be very careful in dealing with any kind of investor type situation because we have actual legal licenses that can be revoked by the state, mm-hmm. right? But in this time of recession, of downturn, of jobs, of people losing jobs, people will be taking more risky investments and and going, but sometimes you think something is a fraud, right? When but it's... when it's not, like sometimes in real estate, I hate to tell you, you could hire a contractor and the contractor not hold up their time, not get the right materials and set you back. And then, and then, then you have payments to make because you have this actual home where if you own, if you, if you bought it with hard money, which people say is, which is called all cash, it delays, and then when people invest money, you tell them a time frame, and you get pushed back. People, when they don't get their money, they want to claim fraud. They want to claim all these things. And when you're a celebrity, it's worse because the media can really make something sound so trumped up, so fictitious that people believe, like, "Oh my God!" But Envy's been doing this for a while. Like, usually when people commit fraud, they don't wait five or 10 years to be in the game to all of a sudden start ripping people off. That's insane. I don't find that making any sense. Um, It's just, I guess there's so much more to it than just to, you know, judge and talk about. Right. That's really wrong. And then the woman, one woman, she's, oh, it's funny. She works for transit. She, she gave 94,000 to some deal or a group of deals and wanted her money and then now she's getting her money back. And I want to say this hasn't been out maybe a week. You We're know, talking just, about the same individual that is being so called be, uh, accused. Yes, being accused. And 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 the thing is, somebody, you know, mentioned to me, like, Chris, how come he's not defending himself? How I'm not. And I said, listen, anything you say can and will be used against, against you. you for sure. So you can't you, you have to let the chips play out when you're being targeted. Right. And you think the person that's making the accusation is the victim. But in this case, until it's all settled, we don't know if there is a victim. 
Because when you're investing in real estate, it's not as black and white as, oh, we took your money and we're not giving it back to you because we don't know all the details of the deal or deals. And then what happens for all the time that you've gone through all the headache, the right. shame, right. the business, the, the business. lack of business that right. you could go through when you are being accused, so-called accused. Um, but dude, you're not really guilty until you're really guilty. The problem yes. is that when you get, God forbid, from, from us, um, that when people get um, um, indicted, right, it goes public. It's public records. But for what? For what if afterwards they they become not guilty and right. they prove themselves wrong? But then what happens to the past? Everything stays there. Everything's public records after bad news travel fast. Exactly. This and, is horrible. And another thing, too, the feds, the state, they never say, oh, we're in vet. By the time you figure it out, you're under investigation, you're in handcuffs. <laughs> like they don't they move in silence. They don't broadcast. They don't say, hey, we're investigating. No, they move in silence unless somebody blows a whistle. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's why it's just interesting, you know, when, when stuff comes out in the media, you got to kind of read between the lines and see that this is just a play because somebody wants their money back for whatever reason. And it's unfortunate because... Also, you could lose money in any deal. Nothing. If you put if you buy stocks, you're not guaranteed to make a profit off of stocks like you can lose money in real estate. The numbers can change. The situations can change. You could buy a home and not realize that, oh, it's they owe more taxes or there are more liens. Uh, and there's other complications. Also, you could also buy a home and not realize Oh my God, I gotta I gotta pay thirty thousand dollars for a roof, right? And then also that might have been last year's thirty thousand. It might be forty thousand this year because the prices of um materials have gone up, um, labor has gone up, gas has gone up. So there's so there's so many factors into working your numbers and understanding and dealing. And when you're dealing with a new investor too, because new investors want their money real quick. They are so thirsty. They want to see a profit. They want to. So I don't know if this woman was, I don't know all the details. I'm not speaking in particular to just this situation. I'm speaking overall when, when you're out there and you're making investments, the riskier the investment, if it sounds too good to be true, don't do it. Yeah, Don't but that's why it. you have professional team, you have legal team, you have title insurance, you have also consultants, simply right. people who are in the business that will give you good advice, bad advice or whatnot. Yeah. Um, no one should jump into anything. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I see so many people just buy houses with sight unseen, yep. which is fine. Have I done it before? Absolutely. But um especially today, everyone is so smart, quote unquote, that they could fool you. And next thing you know is that you're dealing with a crook and dude, you can't trust nobody. It's no. very unfortunate. Can't trust anyone. So we'll just be careful with our legal team. And, and also be clear, there's agents out there that misguide people. And the number one target, unfortunately, is the elderly who own homes that can be misled and be led astray by agents that are licensed, that are coming in as if they're helping 
and they're helping you to be homeless. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, we have to really take care of our seniors. You know, that's why it's great, you know, to have a, um, to put homes where it's not in a senior's name, but it's in an estate so that it's protected so that someone, you know, when you, when, when an agent thinks they got a deal or thinks because they got the owner, nobody, it's in an estate. You have to, you have to get the daughter, the niece, the aunt, whoever's on that estate. You can't just go through this elderly person that you're taking advantage of. Yeah. And then for the trust, right? Um, I see more and more people going um, to buy uh, houses under a trust. Yeah. Um, I myself specifically don't, I haven't experienced it for my own self, but we, I see it a lot more mm-hmm. for the simple fact that, you know, people are really uh, being careful out there and they take a lot of uh, advice from their accountants. Um, and it's a good thing to do for sure. The whole trust thing, especially if you have siblings, it's, you need to look into that more often. Right. And, and also don't trust just one person, right? You could have an attorney who wants your house too, Right. Um, also, a new thing is you have these uh, so-called mortgage companies, but these mortgage companies aren't traditional mortgage. They're like uh, a group of like they get investors. So let's say they get five people with 500,000 and they're all looking for a percentage of whatever mortgage they're going to give you. Oh, this investment new, group. Right. But when things go bad, you can't find anybody to deal you can't find a customer service rep to get your money back you can't like it's funny to me it's like you know i read all these things and i'm sitting there like yeah like you it's all good you'll find them when they're coming to take your money but when something goes into foreclosure and your hundred thousand is tied up in a foreclosure and you're like hey we want our money back you're not getting that money back Right. Because when it goes through foreclosure, the chances of you getting out what you put in is very slim. And the chances of you making a profit doesn't exist. And they're not going to tell you because they're not going to take your call. They're going to move on to the next people and get their money. It's a shady world. It's a shady world. And when people are looking for you to get your money, they'll whine and dine. They'll talk to you. They'll listen to your problems. But once they got your money, it's on to the next victim. So yeah. you have to be careful and make sure you speak to people. You do, you do. Now we have more information than ever. Yeah. And everything make, is there yeah. for you to access. Right. Uh, but people do tend to wait until last minute when it comes to the pre foreclosures. Mm. By the time they reach the foreclosure sell date, unfortunately, that's when they realize that that was the last of it. Um, but Unfortunately, that's just the nature of human being. They really yeah. want to exhaust all options until they can't. Uh, but this is what it is. And yeah. therefore, whenever it faces foreclosure, last minute before the foreclosure sell date, people are either looking to pay off the loan in full, yeah, which brings insane amount of stress um, to the seller side. But uh, other than that, it's either get it all and put everything together and pay off your loan in full or just lose it. And listen, understand something. I think, I think the best way to learn this business is to lose a home. I think the best way to understand this business is to lose money. 
Because when you take losses, you learn, yeah. right? You really understand from the bottom up. Yeah. And also you you see who you can trust and who you can't trust. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and lose. I'm not telling, I'm not trying to tell you. I'm just telling you I've I've learned because I, I have been winning and I have been losing. I've seen both sides. And once you know what not to do, you'll never do it again. And you could smell a rat a mile away. Yeah. You know, and 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 unfortunately, when something sounds so great, so awesome, and it never turns out to be great and awesome. This business is one of the ugliest businesses because you can be a plumber, you could be a sanitation worker, you could be a babysitter, you could own properties, you can buy properties, you can invest. You don't have to be a Wall Street, you don't have to have a degree, you can make millions of dollars in real estate and not ever see a college. You know, so but on the flip side, you could also be a con artist and be a great con artist in this business as well. But when somebody's selling you something and they pushing, there's a certain kind of energy they're given that I find that I know, like, yeah, I'm not doing anything with that person. Period. You know, and and the best way, you know, I find is like Envy has his team. And that's why I said they've been working business. They've been doing business for real estate. I want to say about the minimum 10 years. You mean the guy from the, the, the- DJ Envy? That's his name. Um, that's the guy from the radio. He's on Power 105, the morning show. Um, he's been doing so for him to all of a sudden have this fraud, it's kind of odd. Because he's been doing workshops, he's been teaching people about real estate. He's he's an advocate. Listen, people on the radio. see you successful, they try to they try to you tear down. you down. It's not, it, it, uh, exactly. So exactly. we wish for him to get out of his uh, trouble. No, and, and I'm already him. hearing that the woman's starting to get her money back, or got some, or got whatever. They already negotiating, dealing with the situation. And again, I don't, I don't quote me, guys, but I don't think it was him per se. I believe it was his business apart, par, um, business partner. And he's he's guilty by association. I don't think he's on that particular deal. But I even learned from him. Like, he was the first one. But by the time I learned, it was too late. Uh, two families in Newark and like all, all that. Before they started fixing up Newark and do, he was buying and invest. He made a lot of money when no one was buying in Newark. Like, Newark was trash. And now you go to Newark, it's not. It's not what it was 20 years ago. And he was the first one. And then he branched out to different locations because that's what he was doing. He was teaching people how to buy multi-unit family homes and make a profit and showing that anyone, not just because, you know, people think DJs on the radio make a lot of money. They really don't. They really don't. I think he got into the millions off a lawsuit. So it wasn't just DJing, but he took the money he got and he invested in real estate and he's doing now he has a car show where he has exotic cars like yours. Um, <laughs> and 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 then he does stuff for the kids like he's the, he's a good guy. So, you know, shout out to Envy. Um, I hope that uh, all of this just it is, like I said, not worth the headache. I, I just hope everything goes away and he gets back to his real estate business and whatever he's doing. For yeah. him and his family, but um, yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's it is interesting, and we're gonna talk some more right after our break. Exactly. We're gonna take a quick break, so we'll be right back. See you soon. So and for you. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl Chrissy here to let you know that the Eden Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys, so you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. 
You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at Network at gmail.com and inquire about time slots, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Eden Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> get to it. Hi, I'm welcoming you today to our latest exclusive here at 222 Echo Place in the Bronx. This is a 44 unit building offered to you and I wanted to bring you over to take a look at some really nice views. We're just minutes away from Jersey, right by the George Washington Bridge. By the way, we're five minutes away from the Yankee Stadium. Take a look around. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to get a lawyer. I'm not no, Chill out. Go get my money. Go put your hands on me. Go get my money. Go right, get... Is, she don't put her hands me. on me. Chill out. Okay, just listen. Get, I don't care about Everybody going to see this. I don't care. Oh, get my money back because you're disrespectful. Gonna see this. All right, bro. Get, you will be laughed in the way you will be locked. Get my money back. Hey, the keys. He's not staying here. You're not staying here. Keep the keys because I will get a lawyer. I will get a lawyer. You did not get my signature on this house. Where are we going to stay? I don't know. I'll figure it out. You figure it out. I'm staying here. You're not staying here. Get your lawyer. If you stay here, it's over. I already signed it already. It's over. If you stay here, it's over. If you stay here, it's over. Get the lawyer. I'm staying here. I'm staying here. Get the lawyer. Call the lawyer. Whatever you got to do. I signed the paperwork. Your money is just as good as my money. My money is just as good as your money. You're already already. That was her time. It's all my money. You ain't got nothing Yes, welcome back to the Christian Unit. Oh my Welcome God, back. I can't believe what I just saw. Yes, yes, yes. And that is a real situation that happened to that young woman um, who was oh engaged. Oh my gosh, I can't believe. to get married. And Wait, start from the start. Yeah, so you see in the start that he's saying, don't touch me. She's nowhere near him, right? He knew that what he did was foul. But start from, I, I don't know anything about it. Right, so, what the hell? so in the video, 
Um, allegedly, what she's saying, they have a joint account. They, they're engaged to get married. They put their money together. Allegedly, he owns a barbershop. She does whatever business. But she had the money, and he took her money and, unbeknownst to her, purchased a home. And the first time she sees this home is in this video we see. And I felt her pain when pain, she. I'm all goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. And, and the sad part is people want to like, you should see the comments on this video. It's disgusting. What they're saying. They're saying, oh, women spend men money all the time and all these different like. What? Yeah, exactly. And I'm sitting here like, no, you, you know, if you're going to go and be with a woman and you commingle your funds together, you don't purchase a home that is a made one of the most you could buy a car and bring Wait, it back like you cannot again, buy a home and bring it back no but chris hold yeah. on we're not accusing anyone right but it's this important is all alleged alleged right <laughs> um so the person who is filming that's the guy that's engaged to her yes and that's the dude that the he is the partner of the dj no, that might be the agent. That might be the agent or the realtor. I, I'm not because usually when you, you give the keys, I'm yeah. assuming that that's the person. When you give the keys, it might be the realtor giving the keys after. So he closed. got the house to sell, meaning he flipped it or he or he bought it. He, he bought, bought it, but it. now they're selling it. Stay. No, no. He bought it. He said that he's going to sleep in that house, that they're going to move into that house. He so, stood over there like he was in the middle of an open house. Yeah, but no, it's not open house. And she's upset because that's the first time she's hearing it, allegedly from the video, from what I've seen, from what you're watching. Wow. And so the discussion I want to have is how do you go into a relationship with money? You know, just just because you have access to money, like I'm mar I've been married to my wife for going on 15, 16 years, and I will I wouldn't I wouldn't even purchase a car without talking to her about car? it. Car? You know what I mean? I mean, and that's a house. You're right. Like like a phone, you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it's funny. Like I was telling my daughter, phones are thousands of dollars. It's not like, but but still, like I could get away with a phone. I am damn sure not getting away with because I want a motorcycle. I want a um Ducati. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so <laughs> I'm not just up in one day and coming home with a boat or because I've seen some marriages where um husbands but they had separate accounts so the husband wanted a boat one day the wife came home and saw a boat in their backyard like <laughs> it's crazy wow like imagine coming home and you don't see a tent you don't see a grill you see a boat <laughs> in your backyard but she was upset but at the same time they had separate accounts and he was entitled to do whatever he like that's the nature of that relationship that commitment but I'm assuming that if you are with someone yeah. and you're putting money into accounts um, as a joint account, that there has to be some level of communication or is that fraud? Like, does he have a right to use her money? Which is, I, I want to I know if they're going to go to court. I want to know how that ends. And I, I don't have the woman's name. I don't have her fiance's name. I'm going to do a little more research and see if there's more videos on this, but that's the, that's the only one I have at this time. I'm still, you know, blown away. Right. Because like, it's such yeah. a, 
yeah, it's kind of disgusting that you can just do that to someone that you quote unquote gonna marry. No, that was like, and then it makes me wonder maybe he was using her all along. Um, she has some really nice sneakers on too, by the way. I looked at yeah. them. <laughs> but it's like maybe you know he 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 was out to get her from the beginning. Maybe the whole engagement and everything was a ploy uh, to use her to get this home. And it's in his name, not her name. But I also wonder, like, I guess by the time he took the money out or like, did she not get an alert to know? Because when you purchase a home, you have to order appraisals. You have to order. Um, you have to you have to pay an attorney. Um, but I don't know what state this is in. So I'm just speaking New York. But even if you're buying outside in New York, I still assume that you would have to get some kind of appraisal. So but he could have probably took care of that. Out of he pocket. probably took her money just to put, uh, you know, the down payment, the down payment, and you know the rest of the stuff. But then the mortgage probably is only on his name; can't be on her. No, nah, yeah, that can't be on her name. But yeah, but also we don't know how much he put down. You know, what if he put down twenty percent? Right, twenty percent on a five hundred thousand dollar home. How much is that, Nina? To twenty on five hundred thousand, uh, the hundred. Yeah, it's right? a lot. yeah, that's a lot. Like, if he took a hundred thousand, me off guard. <laughs> yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah, if you, if no, you... I'm really like hurt for her. Like yeah. I'm still thinking about it. That was horrible. She was cry- crying. I mean, there Jeez. are some good characters and actors out there. That wasn't no actor. But that wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't. You know why? Because people think twice when they see a camera. And. Even when she saw that camera, she could have cared less. I thought she was going to hit him, and that the and I, I don't, thought so too when he turned the camera. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, <laughs> we I would hear like, out. Yeah. yeah, I know she's dark skinned but she was looking like she was going to turn into the Hulk to me. I just saw I saw energy like, yeah, she. If if this is all a skit, that's one of the best skits I've ever seen, and wow. I don't I don't think it's a skit, but it's painful Scary. because, like I said, like when you're. Coming into a relationship, or even a bit. Listen, I saw a video where Dame, you know who Dame Dash is? No. Okay, so Dame Dash manages one of the greatest hip hop artists ever named Jay Z. D A Dame Dash M E. And they had business accounts, and he saw a couple of million dollars. Or, Dame and Dash? Yes, Dame and Dash. Oh, I thought and Dame. He has yeah. a business with Rockefeller is him. Rockefeller Records is the ownership is between him and Jay-Z and maybe one other party. And one day they had multiple accounts and he saw money in account. I think it was about two million dollars. His net worth is only two million. It's right. That, that's the money he stole from Jay-Z. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because what I was with, the, the, I didn't I didn't I didn't get to save that clip. But he was saying he saw that money. And he just took it. And this is before they broke up. And I'm sitting there like when you're in business, right? Marriage is a business and in a way it is because you have responsibilities financially. If you're owning a home or renting a home, you have to pay your bills. You have to take care of home. You're living together. Um, when you're in business and you you and your artists start this company together, mm-hmm. no money belongs to one person in a business account. So he said he just took it. I was like, whoa. Yeah, you 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 can't do that. You can't do that. You have to ask for permission or say, "Hey, you know, can I do X, Y, and Z?" Right? You know, because you're when you're working together with someone, you have certain like I, I, like you ask like there's certain 
like, hey, you give me the credit card, Chris. I need you to do this, this, and this. I work with you. I work. I work. I, I, I'm not going to go to Home Depot and start buying a snowblower with a fiber or credit card, right? That's just not, you know. And so, what Dame Dash? I mean, is, you can if I there's can, snow outside of fiber. But <laughs> but I also want to let you know, Nina got hands, so I am not playing with her. <laughs> So, but anyway, I'm just joking, guys. But, Not so much muscles. But yeah, but actually, she, you can. The light makes me right have muscles. So, so the owners of Rockefeller Records is Jane, Dame Dash, Jay Z, and Kareem Biggs. Oh, well, look at this! Look, look yeah. over there. Oh, you've been working out for real, for real. Ooh, oh, not really, but yeah. she's been lifting closing papers. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm just saying, like, so Dame Dash in this video said he took this money, and I'm sending it like you. you that's not good business. That's not. That's not. You know, we have to as as entrepreneurs, as um as business owners, there there's um there's certain code of ethics, right? Everybody always talks about the code of the street, about snitching, about but in business there's code of ethics. And if we if I trust to go in a legal business with you. I'm sorry, sorry. I was just reading what they said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sean said nice cuts. You want to see more? Yeah, she's doing a different podcast now. I don't know where she's at. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> it's like a bodybuilding with Nina. We haven't been here in like three weeks, no? I know. I know. I know. It's crazy. So anyway, that was that. that's the issue on Dame Dash. But now, let's say you are selling a home and the interest rates are crazy. And instead of getting a fresh mortgage with a bank, you like, hey, what if you can assume the loan? How does that work, Nina? So when it comes to loans, okay, of course, we have so many different loans. You have commercial loans, you have residential. And under those categories, you have a bunch of other subcategories where you have all different types of loans. If you buy an investment property, most likely, okay, you're going to ask, is the loan assumable? Is the loan transferable, right. AKA, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, you basically want to know if you can come and put a down payment, sign contract, and then eventually close by not paying all the money by taking over what you already have on the house. So if you took a mortgage on a house and you're selling it for 5 million, you have a mortgage for 3 million. You need $2 million to go in your pocket and then for someone to come and pay your mortgage of $3 million. Right. Whoever buys it asks if it's assumable. So we brokers um, need to find out all the terms that this loan falls under and ensure that these terms are capable of being transferred, not only just simply being transferred, but that uh, bank, that, that this buyer will be able to hold the mortgage, not only because they simply come and grab it, but because his financials, right. his standing, what else he owns, can he hold the mortgage and not fall behind? Is it worth for the bank to continue the loan? Sometimes mm. banks don't want you to continue the loan. So what they do, they give you a loan limit, okay, of where the loan, what we call matures. So sometimes if, let's say, um, you get a letter that at the end of the year, your loan will turn from, for example, 7% 
to something unreal, 12%. Right. Okay. That's because they don't want you anymore. They just want their money. Right. So if someone else comes, it doesn't necessarily mean that it will be transferred unless it's a privately owned bank, someone smaller, could be someone bigger, you know, like the big uh, banks. Like Chase. Right. So that's an assumable mortgage when you try to take over the loan. You then have to prove to them that the purchase money that you are bringing to the table, meaning the total amount of purchase. So let's go right. back to that five mil example. Right. If you put down $2 million and you take over the other person's loan, you could fall under the categories and definitely, you know, step into the shoes of the seller. But they may not like the selling price. They may decide for you that the deal doesn't work. Mm. You know, they may feel like the deal is too much money. And then they say, okay, if you're going to put all this money down, show us your reserves, show us, what, so, show us your financials to ensure you can hold on to it. Right. But if they feel like the price isn't right, they're not going to give you the loan. Okay. So that's an assumable mortgage when it comes to, you know, bigger properties of not just one, two families. So it's mostly commercial. It's mostly commercial where people want to take over loans. Gotcha. Commercial, mixed use. Okay. But can you also take over a loan of a simple one or two family? Absolutely. Now, do it's the, just not a traditional thing to do. Right. And do the interest rates, like, do, are they sometimes better because you're assuming whatever rate that was when they purchased the home? So you might get a better rate because of what the rates have become now. So when you initially buy the house, you get what we call a note, right? Mm -hmm. You close on it and you receive a bunch of papers, loan documents, they called the note. Right. In that note, they write you all these terms. If you ever want to transfer it, if you sell it, what they could do to you, what they can do to you. And honestly speaking, not everyone checks them. Right. The attorneys don't really go into them because it's the banker's job. Right. Now, what do we buy or care for when we buy a house is just give me the house. How much do I need to pay for it? What do I need to bring to the table? Let me move in. Right. They don't read between the lines. Honestly, I didn't read between the lines either in my past, but that's when questions come up. That's when, unfortunately, issues happen. And then there you go. You signed it. That's what you need to stand by. So that's um, that's why those are one of the things that you definitely have to look at when you purchase a house. And that's it's funny that you mention that because as an investor, when you invest on a like we spoke earlier about the woman that invested with um, DJ Envy, you don't just give money and have no documentation. Yeah. Right. But a lot of it's like, you know, when you when you sign for a new app and they give you all those terms and you just people just check it and they, they don't read it. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you, 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 your data is in China because you said, hey, China can have my data because you checked it. You didn't even read that. Oh, my God. And you have if no I, other choice. Yeah. Yeah. And but you you, you signed it. Yeah. Forget so, your app. When yeah. you get a new phone, what do they do to you? Yeah. Terms and conditions. And there's no way out of it. Otherwise, no. you can turn on your phone. And now you're so excited about your new phone. You just want right. to turn it on because you need your whatever. You just want to, yeah, click, 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 click. And yeah. then there you go. And then you figure out that, you know, they, they, they you get these calls from China and they start, <laughs> I don't know about you out there. I get a lot of calls from like, and they just speak whatever, what I'm like, I get inundated. I, I'm trying to figure out how to block them, but I'm, yeah. I'm saying like, 
Speaking of black holes, they just had an article yesterday. I forgot what it was. They were able to control um, fraudulent Mm. bank accounts, like people that are uh, spending money. Yeah. But now they starting to lose control for uh, the scam calls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, today. It's been crazy. Like there have always been scams. They're always. But today, the digital scams are. You know, if you're out there looking for a job, you have phony jobs, you have phony. I was seeing some some guy that was out of unemployed, unemployed for a year and got a, a fake job with a fake where he met them and had a fake interview and everything. And um, it turned out to be a completely bogus job. It was shipping. He got a shop, job doing shipping. Right. And they met him. And then after they met him, they, he couldn't find him. He couldn't see. He could. And and after a month or two, he got no money. No, and I, I don't know what he was doing shipping or if he was using his money and they reimburse you or some crazy. I, I I don't know how um I don't know how the scam really worked overall. I just know that you really have to do your due diligence, your research. If you're investing with folks, you have to do a background check, understand who you're dealing with, where they've been and where they may be going. Um, it's the same thing as if you're renting an apartment to someone, you have to do your due diligence because at the end of the day, the people who referred them, if you're paying a commission, they're eating, they're good. But if these tenants turn bad, you're not eating, you're not good. And if your investment turns south because you didn't do your research, you didn't, you know, just because you're an investor and not the controller of the deal, you still have to have all the numbers and do your due diligence as if you're the one that's in control of the deal so that you can understand what you're getting into. And again, if it sounds too good, sounds too great, nine times out of 10, it's a scam. You know, that's the best indicator when they get, when they're giving you a 50% return on your investment or something crazy in like three months. So I wish you could plant money and just have it and make it multiply so fast. Right now you can go play lotto and that, and actually get that kind of return. But what are the odds? Right. It's, 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 it's one in a million practically. Right. So same thing with real business money does not, not like, I'm not going to lie. Remember um, cryptocurrency about 20 years ago, people, when people invest, that's one of the few times that people made millions of dollars and probably invested a thousand to five thousand. Yeah. Right. But that's a once in a lifetime type of trend to happen. It's very few investments where people capitalize. There are other instances, but not not many. Yeah, so they still do make money, like all the all these different currencies. Um, but just like they make so much, they also lose, lose so, much. so much. Right. Yeah, I saw a very sad story like three months ago. Someone lost millions. Very sad. Not for me. And that it's gambling, you know. Um, and yeah. I'm not saying I don't like gambling. If yeah. you like gambling, go to the casino, play a little bit, play to have fun, not to make money. And that's when you're going to really enjoy it. But don't jump into stupidity. Now, the other side that people don't realize, when you make a lot of money, you pay a lot in taxes. 
right? Don't don't go like you. Let's say your investment works out, you double and tripled, you're walking away with six figures, and you you you're buying luxury things, and then tax season comes, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, here in New York is it's like thirty three percent, right? And, and and if you have a good um accountant, maybe they could get it down, you know. But but you spent all the money, or it's tied up in things. You know, in Israel, it's fifty percent. Oh man, I'm never moving to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a realtor in Israel gets paid once a contract is signed. Oh, I might be moving to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting contracts all day. Like, hey, yeah. sign this, yeah, yeah. And if it don't work out, you got to get the money back. So yeah, no, you, <laughs> not really. I mean, it's it's. It's a legal issue, but that's what they do. I was in wow. shock to learn that. Because the tricky part is a lot of deals don't, even after the contract is signed, even if you get to a closing table, they, still. they still like sometimes. And and sometimes I've, I've been a part of deals where we just found another buyer and thank God and got it to go and made it work. But this is the real estate hustle is a hustle. Until the money hits your account, nothing is safe. Nothing. I don't care how sweet the deal looks. I don't care how great their credit looks. I don't care how the pre-approval and the underwriting at the table. And also if you have cricket lawyers, <laughs> like there's so many parties involved that things can go wrong that are out of an agent's control. Yeah. You know, out of a buyer's control, you know, fortunately. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, and back to assumable mortgages. Um, whenever we do take over loans from other people, we also want to make sure that that baggage, quote unquote, right? Sometimes it's a good baggage. I'm right. not saying it's a bad thing, but, um, we also want to, to make sure that you're always turn it into first position, meaning that's the only mortgage that you have, because sometimes when you close on homes, they paperwork will show that they gave you two mortgages right well it's really one right now what they do they don't screw you they just take a mortgage and they divide it you know um and then it shows on public records that you are um it shows on public records that you took two mortgages when you really took one you understand so you need to right. make sure that you know who does your paperwork you need to check it while you're at the closing Of course, you have title company to protect you, but... But sometimes title companies don't do their job. And you're not going to notice it until you turn around and let's say 10 years later, five years later, if you want to sell this home, your paperwork ain't straight and that could hold back the next deal. And again, the agent, the broker, that we're not going to see this information until you go into underwriting, until... Um, You go to what is you know just underwriting right not really the appraisal process will catch this right yes um and then what else then satisfaction of course if you do pay off a mortgage that you once acquired and you want to just get you know to make sure that you cleared then um you should expect an envelope like really thick envelope two months right. after you pay it off and that is called our satisfaction that gives you uh the assurance that your mortgage is paid in full and Voila, you're yeah. done with your mortgage. So assumable mortgages is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Yeah, you just have to uh, be protected. Another thing, when 
it's not easy to get something in real estate, usually it's a great thing. Like if everyone did a Super Bowl mortgages, then there's a there's a catch. There's a you know, it's just not this is just not something you can that every bank offers. So but if they do, just make sure you go over with the attorney, read all the fine prints so that you're getting the good deal that appears to be good in assuming this mortgage. Yes. So I hope you um, enjoyed our podcast today. And yes. of course, we're always open for questions. Um, someone, by the way, I'm just going to give the last example, did ask me about her, um, let's say 10% down, um, if she was going to do with a million dollar house. Okay. So when she will put that down, she asked me if she puts the closing cost, if she'll have to pay closing costs, if she takes that assumable mortgage, right? Yeah. You want to make sure that the, like I said before, that your mortgage stays um, on the record transfers to your name and that you don't pay transfer taxes other than that portion of the purchase. Meaning if you pay more than what the assumable mortgage is that you pay, but whatever the mortgage is currently and it stays there that you don't pay again um closing cost on that specific mortgage so that's another point to remember um and that's it other right. than that thank you so much for being with yeah, us thank you for tuning in to the chris and nina real estate podcast we love talking with you we see you again god bless good night thank you bye